You can't tell the difference between me and Brayton. Hello. Oh, let me hello. close my eyes. Hello. 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 That was the most. That was the closest. I thought they were all exactly the same. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a Fearbulg bass player. He's got a huge pet gerbil named Lars, who is the drummer in their band. Kemen, or the bass player, is 7'9", has dusty blue skin, and has a plus one fuzz bass pedal and a plus one bucket bass. Thanks to the man of the mountain. Hi, I'm Brayden. I'm playing Staff again. Staff is a changeling bard who shreds on the sixth string for the band Dream Lancer. He's a College of the Road bard from the Humblewood campaign setting. He uses the various skills that he has picked up on the road to keep his changeling race secret from his friends. They call him Roger Stewart. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountains, a tabaxi bard. Last time, Wendy learned an important lesson about touching things that you find in strange places. Because Wendy spent half the episodes unable to talk and loving a cursed necklace. Wendy loves small, high places and cold weather, so she's looking forward to flying and rocking out on her plus one microphone slash magic wand. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang met a few mysterious members of the community of the Faint Rider and continued to collect information about the murder of Garage. They interviewed many possible suspects, but something still seems amiss. We join them as they enter the mess hall to try to get information out of Lady Falandinar about possible motives for the murder. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Alright, you go into the cafeteria. It's a bunch of, like, long tables where the benches are attached to the tables. Mmm. And no ladies? Lady Falendinar is in there. We approach her. She's having a meal. Alone? With Vern. Does she look distressed? Fairly. Like, is she crying? So or like maybe she... she's trying to not cry. Okay. I think we sit down at the table Let's with get them. some food so it seems less weird oh, than we're sitting yeah. down. Good point. We get some food. There's a door that goes from the cafeteria into the kitchen. You go in the kitchen. Tommy's in there. He's got a bunch of trays with food on them. He kind of gestures toward... Are there any with mushrooms in? Yeah. I take one of those because mushrooms are delicious. All the meals are vegan. Okay. Do you think that Tommy has a problem with that? I mean, like... You think he would serve only, only meat? meat? He's like uh, morally opposed to eating plants. But you can eat um, mushrooms because they're not plants. Right. That's why he's okay that with working That makes sense. On. So it's all meat and mushrooms. It's not vegan. Yeah. All right. It's all meat and mushrooms. Right, Con. Sometimes it's a necessity. And beans? No, those are plants. Those are babies. Yeah. That's gross. All right. We get some good, good mushroom meals, and we go back out, and we sit in the only seats right next to the only two people out there. All right. And we say, how's it going? They both uh, sadly look like... Yeah, uh, yeah, better days. I think we should do an icebreaker with them, but I don't know how to do it. Let's all go around in a circle and say the favorite person that we've been sleeping with for the past month. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'll start. Um, Britney Spears. Great. There's one more person this commune we have to interview. Lars. What? Wow. <laughs> you said favorite thing he's sleeping with. I sleep with him. Myself. Yeah, I'm not saying sexually. I just sleep with Lars. Lars is my buddy. You're kind of derailing the interrogation. All right, now you go, Lady Philandinar. Uh She just starts crying outwardly. This was a bad one. I think this was a bad one. Fern's like, guys, this is uh, like really, really inappropriate and offensive. Do I have a handkerchief, maybe? Do you mind if you give us, like, a month or two where we don't see you? I apologize really genuinely. Okay, to roll that, a bluff check. I'm not bluffing. Oh, yeah, I want to genuinely apologize. 14. 22. All right. 
You give your best genuine apologies and she tries to stifle her crying a little bit. And she's like, I understand everyone tries to make it lighter, but like, you know, everyone deals with grief in their own way, but this is really hard on me. I hate to put you through this. We understand you're having a relationship with Garage, and since we were hired to solve the crime, we were wondering if there might be any motivation from your husband to murder him, or from anybody else that you know he might have problems with. Well, if my husband murdered him, why would he pay you to solve the crime? That doesn't make any sense. Maybe he thinks we're incompetent because of the way we dress. Yeah, I don't think he's wrong, necessarily, if that's how he feels. Well, I'm just hoping to find out how you feel. Very sadly. I touch her hand in a comforting way. She retracts her hand back from you. I pull my hand back a little bit. Burns like, guys, I thought you were going to try to save this conversation, but this is rough. Look, all we know is that a good man who kicked a dog is dead. She starts bawling and she's like, it was such a long time ago. So we need to know more about him so that we can solve the crime. All we know is that he had a bunch of keys that are missing. Did we know that? He, I saw that in a psychic vision. Oh. And his favorite color was blue. And his favorite color was blue. We knew that from our psychic vision. And he could whistle really well. I didn't know that. And he had a deep love of magic items, but not actual magic. See, this is this is all useful, helpful information. I'm really sorry, but I was just wondering, did he have any magic items that were like this big and I make a shape of the hand like because he was holding a thing that's missing? Because it looked like there was something that he was holding when he died or when he was not alive anymore and someone tried to take it from him. I'm not sure he owned any magic items. He just liked them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff on the ship. I don't know. He plays with Gargalorian has a bunch of stuff, but I don't know if they like got along. Do you know where his room is? Yeah, he shares a room with Vern. Lady F, did your husband know that you were sleeping with Garage? Oh yeah. Did he approve of that? Do you think he yeah. was jealous? I don't. No, I don't think so at all. Do you guys have, just have an open relationship like that? Yeah. Well, he's real into studying stuff and like. You know, our marriage is really old and, you know, we love each other, so he understands. So who do you think killed Garrich? Who do you think had a grudge against him? I don't know. It's so hard to say. Did Garrich have any other girlfriends? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, Vern, you think maybe I could check out his stuff in your room and see if there's anything missing? Or, like, would you know if anything's missing? Yeah, I can go look if you want. Okay. Do you want company? Uh... You better take the big guy for protection. There's a murderer out there. Yeah, but uh, Telekir is in the hallway. I can just get him. And he can basically murder everyone on this boat if he wants. Why is Telekir still in the hallway? It's like his duty, I guess. I don't know. But you guys all just got on this boat. Like, his duty is to stand in the hallway? I guess, dude. A lot of us got new duties. I just became the second engineer, like, a month ago. Who assigned you that? Dolentine. I used to be the reconnaissance dude. Oh, yeah? So you probably know a lot of secrets. About what? Everybody. I mean, I went and scouted around the Mountain of Fame and told them, like, which shrines were found by, like, you know, fame seekers, how much territory the goblins had wrested off the humans, if the aliens were getting more troops in the nearby towns and stuff. Hey, Vern, what kind of keys did Garrett have? Oh, Garrett had keys for the entire ship. You know, we were initially starting to work on it to try to get it in the working condition. Uh, he found a bunch of stuff and things that he didn't have keys for. He, like, re-keyed locks and stuff like that. He was, like, really handy. And what's down on the lower level other than storage? Uh, well, they're just the, the cargo bays down there and then, like, the old, like, griffin bays. Griffin? What's a griffin bay? So, as far as we can understand, when this was, like, a luxury yacht that did, like, cruises and stuff, if they ran into any trouble, you know, there's pirates. If it's full of wealthy people, they're going to, like, kidnap wealthy people and ransom them or something or, like, at least rob them of their riches and stuff. So, they had to have, like, a decently trained defensive crew. And I believe what they had was, like, two... Griffin Knights or Griffin Riders. So there's like a full stable effectively down there where the, like Griffins can hang out and uh, they had people that could chill there and like ride Griffins into battle against, you know, air pirates. 
That sounds pretty sick. Yeah, you got to think, if it's an air pirate, that means they're strong enough to own an airship, which means they're already powerful. So you got to keep a pretty competent staff on. Fighters that are that good, they can, like, take on pirates that are of that caliber, have to be, like, well-paid. And that, again, adds more to, like, the cost of, like, the upkeep, which makes, you know, the ticket price go up for the patrons of the cruises and stuff. I was just wondering if there was a room that somebody would want to get to that only Garage would have keys to. Yeah, I don't, he might be the only one that had keys to... So I know, I think Dolentane has the keys to the cargo hold. I have a key to the cargo hold. But, like, he also, I think he had keys to all the rooms, too, the cabins. I mean, he was, like, you know, he was, like, the key keeper. I think Dolentane doesn't really like keys. He likes to just, like, leave everything unlocked. What if we just called him the keeper? Yeah. How many griffins were there? Garage said it was probably two, but I think he might have been able to squeeze, like, four of them in there. Especially, like, little griffins. They're kind of big rooms. Took me in there like one or two times. And there's this sweet cannon. We couldn't figure out how to make it work. We think it's like some sort of magical ammunition of some sort. We think it fires like a death beam or something that could probably take out an entire pirate ship. Mm, you should okay. take that warlock down there, see if he can get it working. Oh, maybe. He might be in it. I never thought of that. I don't know. He's pretty self-involved. He said maybe if we met an alchemist or something, they might be more into it. Warlocks are less inclined to uh, be into like artifacts. You know, we need like an artificer kind of. Yeah. Something well, like that. Lady F said Gargalorian and Garrett didn't really get along that well. Do you um, think they had like... I don't think they didn't get along. I think they didn't know each other really well. Oh, okay. Is Gargalorian pretty new then? Yeah, he's kind of new, but he also kind of just stays himself. He mostly talks to uh, Lord Falandinar and Dolentine. Do you know why they keep him around? Like, he doesn't seem like the type to join a commune. I think he was studying the shrines and stuff, or there might have been some weird connection with his patron. What are they called? Pact Buddy. In the mountain or something like that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Pen Partner. Dolentine gave everyone the option, like, he told us we were, that he was leaving, we were taking the ship, and he gave everyone the option, like, to stick around. But, like, really, if you're going to stick around the Mountain of Fame after the commune leaves, like, there's nothing there. What are you going to do, like, get murdered by goblins? They still well, hate us. I heard you could eat a lot of mushrooms. We took most of the mushrooms with us. We're going to sell them. Yeah, okay. Hey, when was the last time that either of the two of you saw Garrich alive? Hmm. Maybe yesterday morning? Where did you see him? Uh, he and I were doing engine room stuff. You know, you gotta, it's the upkeep you gotta do. You don't wanna like wake up and find out, hey, look, the ship can't fly anymore. Now we're dead. I don't know if you wake up from that, you know? Right. <laughs> and what about you, lady? When was the last time you saw him alive? She was like, um, well, maybe two days. Okay. Um, he hangs out in the engine room. Well, I mean, Vern lives with him, so. Uh, I think that we're, we're gonna need to have a look at this engine room. Yeah. You take us down there? Yeah, we can uh we can head down there. So Vern leaves you guys down to the bottom floor of the ship where the two doors that are locked are. And he pulls out a key ring and opens up the cargo bay door. I look around. In the hallway there are two doors and a staircase. And Windy Snowy Mountain, um Ron Renser and Vern. I ask Vern to go first. The cargo hold is full of many large crates of the wooden variety, maybe, that are covered in possibly some fabric coverners. Coverners. Some what? Coverers. Just say covers. Coverns. You know what? I'll get it in the edit. Covers. Is this the room that was locked earlier that one of my friends was looking at, but I couldn't be down here because I was upstairs nonchalantly hacky-sackying? I think you were in that hallway hacky-sacking. Okay. Like the smallest hallway you've ever seen. It's like stairs and two doors. So this is the, there's a room with the trough and there's a room with a gun thing. And then this is the last room. Is that where we are? No. We're on the other side. Yeah. There's mm. two sides, and we're on the side that we didn't look at at all yet. Is it because it was locked? Yeah. And yeah, someone doesn't have good lockpicking skills? Yeah. Yeah, I guess someone doesn't have any lockpicking skills when you get down to brass tacks, and neither does someone else. Are you talking about yourself, or? Nope. Hey, Vern, what's in these crates? Oh, I don't know. That's like uh, cargo and stuff. Yeah, but what kind of cargo? Stuff we're bringing from uh, the Mountain of Fame. Can we crack one open? Only if it's yours. Oh, that one's mine. I pointed at a random one in the corner. 
All right, he points it like it says Dello and Fullis. He's like, that's Dello and Fullis crate. Oh, Dello gave that to me. Roll a deception, Jack. 20. He goes, oh, really? That's wild. They gave you an entire crate? Yeah. We just became really good friends. How do you know which crate they gave you? Oh, they said this specific one in the corner. All right. Okay, cool. I'm going to go crack it open. All right. You open it? Yeah. All right. It's full of mushrooms. Okay. It's like a four foot by four foot by four foot crate. How big are the mushrooms? Literally full of mushrooms. White ones that you buy at the grocery store size? No, they're like medium size. They're somewhere between a white cap and a portobello. Oh, right. I want to pocket one. Okay. And then I close the crate up. All right. Hey, I'd like to look around at some of these crates for ones that belong to Garage. All right. Roll an investigation check. 20. I got a 19 on my investigation. All right, while you guys are looking around looking for a garage crate, you hear some stirring in the back corner of the room. Wait, is it Lars? No. Is Lars next to Lars me? Lars isn't with you. Well, where is he? I don't know. You left him on the deck, probably. No, I brought him with me. Did you say that? He's just with me. I just hold on to his leash and take him everywhere. Now Lars has a voice of his own, so Uh-oh. he can talk and stuff. All right, I go like this. Lars? You don't hear anything. And then Vern's like... Yeah, so the engine room's over here. Does it seem like... I want to notice if he... seemed like he noticed that sound. You want to notice if he noticed? Yeah. I don't know what kind I want to of... perceive his noticing. Well, he was suggesting that you went to the other side of the room, so it doesn't seem like he noticed. When you say there's a stirring, do you mean like a mechanical whirring? Nope. I mean like, um... Three witches in a cauldron. No. You know, um... Sounded like somebody's clothing rubbing against maybe one of the cloths on the tops of the crates. Who all heard that? Me and you. I'd like to look at the source of the sound. Do I see anybody? So you're not going to follow Vern to the engine room. You're going to walk to the other side of the cargo hold. Yeah, I want to go towards the stirring. Okay. You walk toward the stirring. And then you turn around the final crate in the corner. And huddled in the corner, you see... A goblin. Who is it? Do, Do I know them? Him? Yeah, is it Boyne the Quick? <laughs> nope. Someone killed him. Why are you guys looking at me? You killed him. No, I didn't. Yeah, you lied to him, and he ran away and got killed because if of you. lying to people and then them killing themselves on traps that were super obvious makes you a murderer, then we're opening up a whole legal can of worms. All right, well, let's open it. You're guilty. Worst case scenario, manslaughter. What about threatening someone with physical violence that makes them act in a way that is dangerous for themselves? Your fault. I'm willing to call it manslaughter. Man's laughter. But it's really goblin slaughter. It's true. That's fair. So anyways, we don't recognize. I say we, but really it's not me. It's Ron Swanson. You don't recognize him. But then he sees you and he goes, ah, he says in goblin. So only Ron Renser understands. Well, I guess as pretty universal. <laughs> But then he said, he's like, ah, stay away from me. And he runs around the other side I of the grab crate. him. All right, roll a grapple check. Seven. You do not grab him. In fact, he runs from you. I try to grab him. Well, because you didn't say in the opportunity you were afforded that you were trying to flank around both sides of these crates, you had to be behind Ron Renser. Yeah, so I'm going to get him when he comes back. Past. He's running the other way. I chase him. Hold on. <laughs> no, everything's going awry. <laughs> <laughs> I say, calm down and goblin. Also, I think we should yell to Vern to close the door so he can't get out. Vern, close the door. All right. You're eventually going to find this guy. You want to roll a grapple check? Yeah. All right, do it. Five. Also unable to grab him. He continues to run around in the crates and weaving in and out. I say in goblin, stop running around. He says, you'll never get me, goblins. Listen, bud, we can do this the hard way. Or we can do this the harder way. We just have a couple of questions. Which one are we doing right now? This is already hard, I think. What's the harder way? When you just murder me? Yeah, when I have to move around so much more. Can I use my sneaky cat-like reflexes to sneak around and then surprise him from behind and grab him? Yeah, roll a grapple check. 11. All right, Wendy grabs him. He goes, no, 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 let me go. I don't speak goblin. Yeah, he goes. Did I hear that Ron was speaking goblin earlier? Ron's over there. Okay, I'm like, Ron, get over here. Talk to this goblin. Everyone calm down. Is he calming down? No, he's still freaking out. All right, here's the thing. You roll a handle goblin check. Yeah, I'm going to roll a persuasion check, and I'm going to tell him 
that we are just trying to find some answers and no one's after him. All right. 24. He settles down a little bit. And he's not trying to wriggle free from you, Wendy. And he says, I'm not saying you're after me, but like, you know, I'm like a stowaway and I'm going to get thro- ejected from the ship. Well, right now, only the four of us know about you. But if you keep screaming, there's definitely going to be more people that know about you. The five of us? Who else is with us? I assume oh, Vern put himself outside of the room. Yeah, I know about myself. Okay. Yes, the five of us. It's really just a misunderstanding in translation between Inganalian and Goblin. What'd he say? What'd he say, Ron? He didn't say anything yet. What are you doing on this ship? R- riding? No, but there's been a murder most foul. What? And the problem for you is that you are a goblin and everyone just assumes goblins murder people. We get blamed for everything. Yeah, so see how it's going to become important for you to have some sort of alibi or explanation of how you didn't murder somebody? Ask him why he's on this boat. Do you speak in Ganalian? No. This is unfortunate. Have you seen anything suspicious in this room besides a stowaway goblin? Like the satyrs? Yeah. Tell me more about that. There were a couple satyrs that were in here. What were they doing? Stowing away, getting away from Fame Mountain. Were they wearing uniforms? Yeah. Blue ones? Yeah. Have I seen the satyrs at all? With yellow, not pinstripes, just yellow... Fabric stripes. Didn't we already talk about yeah, the did. definition of this thing? Piping. You have not seen any satyrs on the ship. Did we get a straight answer about why this goblin stowed away yet? I don't know. Ron's not telling no. us anything, so I don't know what, like, what we know. Yeah, because I'm a psychic investigator. I don't need you guys. Hey, Ron, tell us what this goblin's saying so I can let go of him. I will tell he you. smells bad. Don't let go of him. I'll tell you whenever he tells me of anything more valuable. I want to see if I trust Ron Runcer. Right. Insight. 20. Uh, I don't know. Do you trust Ron? You're the one that has the ability to make decisions. But, like, do I think he's trustworthy? Because, like, the thing is, I'm thinking about casting tongues. So I can talk to the goblin directly. Like, do I trust that he's going to, like, tell us what he's learning and tell us the truth? I don't know. You met him today. Do you trust everyone the first day you meet them? No. But what about your character? It is Wendy. Oh, no. She's streetwise. So what do you think a 20 says about that? I don't know. I don't know either because I'm not role-playing Wendy. (laughs) Ron, ask him if he wants to play Haggy Sack with me. Ask him if he wants to play Haggy Sack. He's like, what's Haggy Sack? It's like a footbag. I like the um, concept of you asking in Goblin, a Goblin, how to play Hacky Sack, because you have to be like, blah, 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 Hacky Sack, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, blah, 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 Hacky Sack, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I tell him the Hacky Sack is actually a proprietary name, like Kleenex. Is it? Yeah, that's true from real life. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. He's like, is it anything like Dwarf Scrotum? I don't know. How do you play Dwarf Scrotum? You just try to make it not hit the ground, but you can't use your hands. All right, I don't want to get too distracted here, but don't most Dwarf Scrotums not just fall to the ground? Not once you cut them off. Oh. Yeah, I guess it's similar. I'm going to cast Tongues on myself. surreptitiously so that like I can try to do it without Ron noticing. Alright, Ron, roll an Arcana check. Nine. Oh yeah, roll like a is there bluff? It's bluff still deception. Roll a deception check. Twenty-one. Yeah. Ron, when you cast a spell, but you don't know what it was. But you can tell that you would have been able to probably tell if you weren't dumb and she hadn't been hiding it from you. Okay. Did this goblin tell me his name yet? I don't think so. Ask the goblin his name. My name? Agus. Why? What's your name? Ron Renser. Sounds like a stupid name. What? Did your parents hate you? No. They had a rocky relationship and I had some weirdness with my dad, which doesn't always make perfect sense because I see him all the time. So it's kind of weird that we didn't work through our problems 
since we hang out every day, but that's just kind of the way life is sometimes. Well, my dad was killed by people seeking fame on Fame Mountain. Oh, that stinks. Is that why you're running away? No, I'm running away because the goblin way of life is a violent and dangerous one, and the goblins are invading the local towns nearby soon, and I didn't want to get drafted. What? Yeah, I didn't want to fight in a war, so I left. I think that's a reasonable thing to do. Um. So anyway, these satyrs that you saw... Plus the whole economy's built on violence, and I just... I'm very weak and small, so like it's not that I hate violence, it's just that I'm not cut out for it. Did you try to get a job as a prison guard? No. I hear there's an opening. No, that's what Booger does. Oh, okay. I tell these guys, he's just a refugee from the Goblin Wars, but he saw some satyrs in here. Uh, was it the satyrs we saw, like, back in, uh, wherever that was? The Mountain of Fame. Yeah. Um, and then I hold my hand up to my temple, and I say, I'm getting a vision, two satyrs with blue uniforms and yellow piping. Does that sound like them? Yeah, yeah. One male, one female. Sounds familiar. Yeah, and then I try to intimidate the goblin into telling me why he really stowed away. Fifteen. You think you're scary, but you're not. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm a big scary cat lady, and I'll eat you if you don't tell me the truth. More like you're a loser. goblin runt. You speak goblin? Uh, yeah, I do. You speak goblin? I spoke it this whole time, Ron. Nice. What are you guys talking about, though, over there? Wendy speaks goblin. But you can understand me. Everyone can understand you yeah. when you cast on Everyone hands. that can speak one language can understand me. Okay. But I can't understand anything Ron's saying if he's yeah. still talking to Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Very confusing. We're all getting half this conversation. What's happening over there? I don't understand. And then Vern's like, a Goblin? We better show him to Dolentane and cast him over the edge. Well, is that the normal policy? Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you do wrong, guess. you know? He's stowed away. And number one, stowing away is illegal. Well, what if we pay for his ticket? There aren't tickets. Well, what if he's my buddy? Yeah, he's in our band. You just met him. I thought you guys were in a band with, um... Well, we lost our guitar player, so we need a new guitar player. I so. try my best to ask him. Hey, little guy, you want to be in our band? And then I say it so you can actually understand what we're saying. He's like, band? I, don't, I don't even play any instruments. I say, like, real quiet. I'm like, just agree to it so they don't try and kill you. And we'll let you off for the next port. And everyone hears you say that. <laughs> I say quiet. I'm literally right next to him. You like, say I'm still it in every him. language. But I'm still holding him. I'm real close to him. I just whisper in his ear. Yeah, but Vern's like Can we do a whisper shoulder check? to shoulder with you. I wouldn't let Vern that close to me. Well, Come on, I value my privacy. <laughs> hugging a goblin? I need my personal space. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, Vern, if you want to take this guy up. I think that we should. We're almost there anyway. I don't see the point in throwing him overboard. Yeah, just let him off at the next port of call. That's a good point. If we're above Leiden anyway, none of the suburbanites of Leiden want a goblin showing up in their yard. Yeah, that'd be pretty gross. They might sue you. Give you a heavy fine and ticket. Yeah, we should probably just uh, have him publicly executed in the square. You could probably just put him in the brig until then, you know? Yeah. Do you have a key to the brig? I don't think we have a brig on board. All right, let's put him in um, the engine room. That's wild. Hey, Vern, have you seen any satyrs on board? No. I think we need to be concerned more about them because there's two more stowaways that you don't even know about. You don't even know where they are, so we what? need to go find them. I do think that there's an interesting logical paradox between arguing that we shouldn't care about this stowaway, but it's a high priority to care about those stowaways. I give Ron a glaring look. Like, shut up, dude. Look, I can tell Dolentane, he's pretty open, and he's had a pretty good relationship with the uh, goblins of Oilertown the whole time we've been doing this fame mountain thing, so he might be fine with this guy. All right, do you want us to hold on to August down here while you go get Dolentane so he can come down and talk to the guy, to this goblin? Well, remember I was showing you the engine room? You guys wanted to see the engine room? Yeah, but do we want August to see the engine room? If he's in the cargo hold, he may have already been in the engine room. All right, let's go check it out. And then I say, August, you're coming with us, and if you try any funny business, there's a high likelihood that people will look less favorably upon you. He's like, I'm just following you around now? I, I guess so. I, Am I getting thrown overboard? We're going to do everything we can to keep you from getting thrown overboard, but we are not in 100% control of the ship. What if I go back to hiding? It's going to be hard because Vern knows about it. What if we just... He gestured his, like, thumb across his neck real quick. 
Oh, no, 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 no. That's Let's just not kill anybody. We don't want to kill you. We don't want to kill Vern. Let's just not kill anyone. Yeah, man, there's been enough death on this boat for a day. Have you killed anybody else on this boat? No. I don't even have a weapon. Did you hear the satyrs saying anything whenever they were down here? Like, did you overhear any conversation? They did, were not speaking goblin. All right, let's check out the engine room. All right, Vern takes you to the engine room, pulls out his keys and unlocks it. How many keys does he have? Mm, two. Okay. So he's useless to us after this room. Is the engine room the one that we didn't get into whenever we were exploring down here before? No, it's inside the cargo room. Oh, okay. What's it look like? So you go in the engine room, and it's got a bunch of weird tubes and, like, glass spiral things and knobs and stuff, and everything glows different colors, and it makes weird noises. There are a lot of liquids going through the glass tubes. Yeah. Sounds like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah, it looks a lot like that. It doesn't necessarily make any sense. What color are the liquids? Some of it's, like, hot pink. Pastel blue. There's like some yellows. And it makes like a... And then every once in a while, like, that gets a little bit quieter. Then it's just like... And then every once in a while, there's like a... I'd like to check and see if I know if this is how a magical ship actually works. Yeah, roll an arcana check. 19. Uh, it looks like it could be magical. Thanks, that's really helpful. Did you want someone to cast Detect Magic? No, I just wanted to see if it was, like, potentially a fake engine, and, like, maybe they're doing slave labor in some other part of the ship, and they don't want us to know. But honestly, from the outside, the ship looked pretty magical, so So I think it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. All right, I'd like to go back out into the cargo hold and look for crates with the name Garage printed on them. All right, roll another investigation check, because your last one was for goblin finding. Seven. Eight. Nine. You don't see any crates with Garage written on them. I cast light. Reinvestigate. There's a, there's like light in okay. this cabin. All right, let's head on back upstairs and see if we can track down these satyrs. All right, everyone, roll a perception check. Twenty. Thirteen. Sixteen. Just as Vern is locking the door, you hear like a horse snoot. What's it called when they go like this? <laughs> a waff waffle. <laughs> a wolf. A wolf. A whinny. No, a whinny's like. <laughs> Come here, kids. A snort. There we go. Where? Which way? I turn my head towards the sound. In the cargo hold. I go back in. We tell Vern to unlock it again. He unlocks it. I want to look for a horse. I make a horse sound back. <laughs> Did Valerie follow us? You find one of the crates that seems to be some sort of cage, not a crate at all. Can we see what's inside? There's a blanket on it. I remove the blanket. Inside is a unicorn, but the cage isn't actually big enough for a unicorn, so it's like painfully kneeling with its head crouched down, and it doesn't really fit in there super well. I say, hello, unicorn. Can unicorns speak? I don't know. I figured I already got tongues activated. Let's see what happens. Oh. Are you okay in there? No, this sucks really bad. How can we let you out? Probably by opening the cage. Can I see a lock on the cage? No. It's like sealed with like things you have to break to get it open. Uh, I ask Vern, hey, did you know there was a unicorn in here? Vern's like, no, that's wild. He looks like he's in a lot of pain. Yeah, it looks terrible. We should set him free. Okay. Why? Yeah. Because it's cruel to torture animals. Sure. All right, I get out my hand axe. And I use it. No, set it free. I use my hand axe to pry open the lid. I will free it from life. Okay, you guys bust the unicorn out. Are we friends now? Yeah, we've been friends the whole time. I'm like, what's your name? I asked the unicorn what its name is. Not going to make up a unicorn name? You named all these other characters with names. I knew that they could speak at the time. Ralph. 
Aula. A what? Aula. 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 There's a little bit of an L in there. Do you not speak celestial? I'm sorry. It's not my native tongue. Oh, what language are we speaking right now, then? I just currently speak all languages. It's com- It's magic. It's complicated. Oh. Hey, I was wondering, there were two satyrs that were down here. Did you happen to see them? Well, wait, does tongues expire? In an hour. Well, what languages do you speak? Every language. No, for when tongues expires. Come on. The rumors are true about Taboxi. Apparently, they're all idiots. Oh, my God. I speak common and dwarvish. I'm sorry, wow. Inganalian and Dwarvish. Well, that's not going to work out, is it? Very loudly, I say, giant! Giant is just Inganalian, but louder. Oh, I speak celestial. I don't say that out loud. So you understand this then. But I pretend that I don't, because I don't want to get roped into this. All right, I'm, roll a bluff check. I'm going to roll a deception check. Fine. 26. Okay. Ola uh, says, does anybody in your group speak celestial? I turn around and say, hey, big guy, do you speak celestial? No, man. I speak uh, Inganalian and Giant and Gnomish and Elvish. How about either of you two guys, Vern, Ron, Agus, Agus? Agus. Any guys speak Celestial? No, I only learned one. I know one phrase. And then I say um, some sort of like dirty joke that's like an inside like language joke. Constipation must be a pain in the ass. <laughs> I tell the unicorn, none of them speak celestial. Just me right now. Does the unicorn look offended when I say that? No, the unicorn uh, smirks. All right, well, what about Sylvan? Hey, guys, do any of you speak Sylvan? Um, same thing. And then I do another pun that's a little dirty. And Sylvan? And Sylvan. If you're trying to spot a blind guy at a nudist colony, it won't be hard. None of them speak Sylvan either. Why do you care? Do any of you speak any civilized languages? I'm literally talking to you right now. You can understand me. You said it was a spell. Yeah, but we have all, like most of an hour left. Does anyone even speak Elvish? Yeah, yeah, man. Big guy speaks Elvish. Oh, he says in Elvish to you. Oh, you speak Elvish? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just culture. Yeah, I'm Finally. saying, I'm saying. You want me to scratch you by the ears? No, I'm not a dog. I whisper to myself, this guy's kind of a jerk. I can hear you. Can we get back to the whole satyr thing? Did you see them down here? Me? All I saw was a blanket. Did you hear them? I heard all kinds of people. All right, what kind of things did they say? What does a satyr sound like? That's a great question, actually. Have you ever seen those videos of goats screaming? (coughs) That was rude. All right, I turn to the rest of everybody else. I'm like, okay, we set this unicorn free. He's not really helping us out any, so let's go, I guess. I don't know. He's like, now open this cargo door. I'm going to get out of here. I ask him in Elvish. I'm like, who put you in there? Uh, I don't know. Some dwarves? I look on the crate. Are there any names printed on it? There are no names printed on it. Yeah, I was just walking around, killing goblins. And lo and behold, there's a bunch of dwarves. They're like, oh, we're going to make money selling unicorns or whatever. Bullshit. All right, we definitely got to keep Aula and Agus away from each other. Agus. You said Agus. 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 That's how I pronounce it. Not like that dish that's like stuff stuck <laughs> in the guts. Yeah. Goat stuck in the guts. You know, goat in the guts? <laughs> the old dish? Um, I asked the unicorn one more question. I say in Elvish, uh, where are you from? We could like maybe get you back there. I'm from the Mountain of Fame. I'd, yeah, just open the door. I'll go outside. Can you fly? No. Okay, how are you going to go outside and get there? We're in the air, man. What? Oh, yeah. This is an airboat. What? Yeah. You can't just leave yet. You got to wait. So we got to like keep you hidden until we land somewhere. I'm not going back in that cage. Yeah, I know. Look how much poop is in there. Oh, man, that's real stinky. Do you want to come and stay in a different room? We got a friend named Raj. <laughs> that's what Raj deserves after trying to abandon us. We're sticking with a stinky unicorn. Yeah. You want to stay? That's in your room, Ron. Oh, wait, that's the same room <laughs> I live in. Hold on a second. It's okay. You can come bunk with one of us. Oh, hey. We got to pay him back for being such a douche earlier. All right. Come with us then. What? Are you telling me to go with you? Now we have a goblin, a Vern, a Ron Swanson, a unicorn. All right. I think so we go back up to the duck deck. Is that what the plan is? 
with our menagerie of sworn enemies. We're going to have the sweetest band cart ever because we're going to have a unicorn and Valerie. And then we'll have this hype man that's a goblin, but he only speaks goblin. He'll be like, wow, 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 Dreamlancer. And then we'll start playing a show. Just, let me decide if Ola wants to go upstairs. Because stairs are hard for four-legged hooved things. And these are like steepo, like ship stairs. These aren't your normal regulation, like up to code flight of stairs for your like house. Yeah, like you would normally have a horse walk up and down. Ola says, well, how about I just hang out down here because uh, I don't feel like climbing those stairs. All right. You hungry? Uh, I mean, I was eating like the hay that was in there that I was pooping on. Do you want something else? I got some uh, dribble snacks. Yeah, I'll eat a dribble snack. All right. It's huge, and I hand it to him. He's like, check this out. Some other load. Maybe we said we should send Lars down here to hang out with the unicorn. I think that Lars would drive him insane. Hey, 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 hey. Get this thing away from me. All right. I say to everybody that's not the unicorn or August, I just say, everybody else, let's let's go huddle over here for a second and review the facts. Burns like, all right, what are the facts? All right, we've been to... What language are we speaking right now? I'm speaking every language. Everyone can understand you, even though they weren't invited. I guess I give over, but I'm worried that August is just going to run away or something. How far away are you going? That's his decision. Just like Far enough feet. that August can't hear us. It's like six feet away. And you want August... I'm very familiar with six feet. And Ola to not You better hear be me. whispering. It's not so much that we don't want them to hear us. It's more like they're not included in the discussion. They can hear it. They're just not allowed to participate. Maybe that's more rude. I don't know. It's real rude. But they don't know anything. They've literally been in a cargo hold for like days. And now that suddenly means you don't know anything? Oh, I asked Uggis if he wants a cookie and I hold out a cookie from that bag of very stale cookies. He's like, yeah, man. I try to signal him like, don't do not do it. He's like, I've just been eating mushrooms for weeks. <laughs> All right. I give him a cookie. He's like, thanks. All right, guys. Let's talk about the facts. A man's dead. Man's dead. Check. There's a unicorn in this hold. There's a unicorn in this hold. There's also Check. a goblin in this hold. There's also a goblin in the hold. Check. There's a lot, heck of a lot of mushrooms. As far as I can tell, I op- only opened one crate, but. There's a damn amount of mushrooms in this hold. Check. Who's the suspects? Everybody. The satyrs. They seem suspicious. We should probably go find those guys, right? Yeah. Did we see them on the ship? At any other moment. I feel like we did. I think that Dolantane mentioned them whenever we got up this morning and Raj was still our friend. Remember that time? No. I think Dolantane mentioned the satyrs. And also, uh, that Sally Shitstain person, she seems like a jerk. Oh, yeah. So she's suspicious, We have a lot of history with her, Ron. So we already knew she was a butthole. Let's add her to the suspect list is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, Sure. Why not? All right. So, any more facts? Anybody got some more facts they want to share? I Yeah. Oh, good. I got to share that I have no idea how many more rooms there are in this boat, but we should probably make sure we look at all of them. Well, whenever I was down here earlier with Ron, we did miss one across the way. Which one? You were here too. Vern's like, "Why were you guys down here earlier?" What do you mean you Wait, missed one? Wait, I thought Vern was it's Ver- Oh, man. I'm getting a psychic vision that there's something behind this door that has three, two, four, no, three rooms. Yeah, but no one can get in there because we don't have the key because only Garage had the keys. Yeah, See? but for psychics, walls don't matter. Yeah, for psychics, walls don't matter. Well, let me just make sure it's still locked then. He opens yeah, the door and he's idea. like, it's unlocked. Oh, oh my God, the murderer might still be in there. Let's, let's go, go in quickly. He draws his sword. I draw my sword. I don't know if he has a sword. I grab my crook. He draws a dagger. I follow him in. I follow him in. He goes to the left door. And he opens it and he goes, ha! Oh. All right. This one's empty. Then he goes to the forward door and he opens it and he goes, huh. All right. This one's empty. Then he goes to the right door and he pulls on it and it's locked. And he's like, oh. Well, if this is the only one that's locked, we better check to make sure nobody's hiding in They're there. They're probably hiding in that door. You got to open it, man. Well, we should probably tell Dolentine about that then. All right, do you want me to stand here and keep watch while you go grab Dolentine? Yeah. Yeah, go get him, Vern. Listen, I'm just a secondary engineer. Why are we doing this? You guys are like rando people. Who else is going to do it? 
We need to get justice for your friend. Dolantane? For your best friend. What if we got like uh, Gogolorian? Gogolorian, he's a highfalutin academic with his head in the clouds. He's not going to come down here for a security breach. Are you rolling a deception check? Sure. 15. Yeah, that hootenanny. Uh, wait. What's a hootenanny? It's a party. Oh. Yeah, that stick in the mud. He probably wouldn't help us in a fight anyway. Yeah. Wait, we're not going to fight. We might. We could. Why did we all draw our daggers then? He puts his dagger away. He's like, wait a minute. I suck at fighting. I put my dagger away too. I say, so do I. I put it away in my crook and I'm like, I don't suck at fighting. Wait, where do you put it away? Like in my back. Into your back? I have like a, I slide it. She's a marsupial. Little known fact, beer bulls have a pouch in In their their back. It's very long and skinny. It goes down the leg. Oh. I don't like that. Suddenly, fear bulls aren't allowed in my campaigns anymore. <laughs> all right. So anyway, you should go get Dolantane and bring him back down here so that we can all go into this room together and defeat the interlopers. Or Talakir, who seems more like their uh, security. Oh, yeah. Talakir is like tough as nails. But doesn't Dolantane have the key to get in here? I think that's why you want to get Dolantane. I think only Garage has the key. Well, Garrett doesn't have any keys on his body. Did, did you take the keys off his body? Maybe he doesn't have keys on his body. Earlier, when I was investigating the scene psychically, I noticed that there were no keys on his body after I had a psychic vision to look for keys. Oh, um, maybe they're in my room. Okay, maybe we should go look in your room. All right, let's all go get Dolantane. Okay. Are you taking August with you? Yeah, we got to. He's a stowaway. You can't leave them around. He might escape. And then he will have made this situation the way you wanted it in the first place. He might be the murderer. Now you're just going to accuse every goblin of being a murderer. Every person who's not on the manifest is a a murderer. Potential murderer. Literally everyone on the ship that's not Dreamlancer is under suspicion. And even a third of Dreamlancer, because they're being a jerk. And if there were a register or whatever you called that thing, guess who's not on it? Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson's also not on it. Ron Ransom. That's a cool name, Ron Ransom. Retcon. Too late. So anyways, I say we go up there to your room, we check it out. Okay. Why do we need to get Dolantane to go to your room? He's in charge. Let's just go straight to your room. Don't you think Dolantane should know that there was a stowaway? Do you guys share a room? Dolantane and me? Yeah. No. Garrett and I share a room. Not, well, not anymore. anymore. Why Thanks did you for bringing say that it up. In such a mean way. You can live with Uggis. Uggis can be the new second engineer i turned to august and i asked him in goblin if he's good at engineering he's like no i said he's not a good engineer no no, i said he said yes ron he said he's a great engineer then i wink at him ron you're a liar to me sometimes when you're prejudiced against goblins like i am i'm sorry i'm working on it but you grow up with a life of hatred you know i do hate goblins but it's true he did say that he was a good engineer 21 deception. Wow. Vern calls you a liar. All right. I didn't want to out Wendy, but she's the liar. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, what'd you get, Wendy? Seven. Wow. That's not too bad. Unless you have like a plus six modifier. So it's become a lot more awkward. I guess we should get Dolantane since we ruined the trust we had with Vern. All right. Yeah, that relationship is dead. Vern goes upstairs. I follow him. Yeah. I go after August. All right. Hey there, friendos. It's the middle of part C on the Faint Rider, and it seems that Dream Lancer is just as good at solving mysteries as Antler Mayhem was. Anyway, here's your expected short interruption to say that we hope everyone is hanging in there, out there, and we appreciate all your support. To those who are able to support us on Patreon, where we're catching up on DM interviews, thank you. And so those of you listening to and buying our albums on Bandcamp, we are overjoyed that you enjoy our music. We certainly have fun writing and recording it. If you like what we do and you don't have the funds, we still like you and appreciate you. Find us on social media if that's your bag. All right, back to our stellar investigating skills. And then Vern goes all the way upstairs to the top deck. Main deck. Is he making a beeline for Dolantane? He's looking for him. Uh, is Talakir still in the hallway there? 
Yep. He's like walking around, like pacing back and forth. I want to know his reaction to Uggis. He just looks at him and goes, Ugh. Once we get to the top deck, I'd like to investigate and see if I can find Dolantane before Vern does. As soon as you walk onto the deck, you see Dolantane standing there. Trying to make a beeline for him. He's just scratching his head and looking confused. Oh, no, he's playing with his mustache. I go up to him and I say, Hey, Dolantane, did you say that you saw some satyrs on board? No, I said that they were stopped into the commune for a while. We met them. Well, we heard that there's two satyrs that stowed away. He looks behind you and goes, Is that Uggis? And there's this stowaway, Uggis. They go, Hey, Uggis. And Uggis is like, Is that you, old man of the mountain? And he's like, Yeah, but you could call me Dolantane now. He's like, Duh. I guess I have to say that goblin, though. He's going to say, does Dolantane speak goblin? Yeah. Now he does. Listen, if you are going to run a mountain with a goblin colony on it, you're going to learn a little goblin here and there. Very diplomatic of him. Well, he wasn't out killing all the goblins like all those dressed bitters. The only thing we know about the old man of the mountain really is that he is diplomatic. And he can do magic. He goes, Argus, I'm glad you made it on the ship. I thought you weren't coming. And Argus goes, I thought I was going to die if I did it. So I snuck on board. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, so it's okay that Uggis is here? Uggis is all right. I mean, you know, he's only killed a handful of people. All right. I let go of his wrist. And I see. How would you feel if theoretically somebody put a unicorn in a very, very small cage where it was in a lot of pain? That's horrible. Unicorns are intelligent creatures. Well. That's inhumane. I hate to break it to you, but Dello and Fulis put a unicorn in a tiny cage in the hold. What? We let it out. Now there's just a wild unicorn destroying everything in the hold? I talked to him. It's cool. Yeah, he's chill. He's eating some gerbil treats. Unicorns are intelligent creatures. Are you saying intelligent creatures don't destroy things? I'm saying, no, no. You don't usually use the word wild to describe intelligent creatures. What about a wild intelligent creature? That's wild. See? Yeah, now I'm going to have to rethink a lot of things. Like existence? Well, like dolphins. They're intelligent. Anyhow. Still wild. Dolentine, how's your investigation going? I think I have it narrowed down. Yep. What did you find out? I think I got it down to three people. Who, man? I think it's either Sally Shitstein, Ron Renser, or Rod Stewart. It's very difficult because these are all my good friends, but so was Garrich. So it makes the decision much more difficult. Mm-hmm. So you have to take their personal being into factor, you know? Sure. The moral fiber. Yeah. So, who are you thinking, man? It has to either be Azella or Dullo or, and this breaks my heart, Lord Falindinar. Lord Falindinar. I just want to take a second, because we also heard that you can cast Shatter, Dolentane. He just looks out of the corner of his eyes real quick, both so, ways. So, uh, what places you above suspicion? Well, number one, I love Garage. Number two. Loved. I watched to see if he cries a little. Jeez. Wendy over here just stepping on the salt already in the wound. 23 perception. I'm watching him. Yeah, his, he tears up a little bit, but he stifles it. Gets it back inside. I pull out the hat of Garrett and I hand it to him and I'm like. Out of your marsupial sack? No, out of my backpack. <laughs> And I give it to Garrett and Fern, and I'm like, here you go, guys. I think you should have this. Which one of us? There's only one hat. Should we cut it in half? You can decide. Dolentane says, Vern, I really think you should have that hat, because I'm not really an engineer. And Vern puts on the engineer hat. I thought maybe Vern would give it to Uggis. And he takes the hat he was wearing, and he hands it to Uggis. <laughs> but they look the same. But so it's just kind of weird because like his like currently sweaty hat is now on August and the hats are like a little bit too big for him because like Garrett's head's bigger, but like his hat's too big for August, like real too big. Hey, Dolentane, remember how you gave us that hat to make that gerbil talk? Can you just do that to any hat? No, that was an artifact I found. Where's Lars? I look around for Lars. He's like over sniffing a corner. I think we should give Lars's hat to August for just to make this less confusing. Lars is, like, chewing on, like, uh, some scrap pieces of wood. Okay, I go get Lars, and I grab onto He's his like, hey, leash. Hey, 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 I'm going to take this hat for a minute. No. Okay? Just a little. No. Just, like, ten minutes. No, no. I'll give you a different hat. Okay. Uh-oh. Come here, boy. I bring him over. And we do a little trade job on the hats real quick. All right, you trade hats. All right, I hold on to Lars's rope, and I scratch up my ears extra lots because he's a little sad guy right now because we borrowed his hat. 
Uh, he doesn't look super sad. Can we understand August? I guess so. Sure. He's like, what? Oh, cool. This hat will just let you understand all of us and not just me and Ron. You guys all speak goblin now? It's no. magic, man. It's a hat. Now you can finally start your training as an underling engineer. With this hat? And he spins a spinner. Uh, I mean, yes. Yeah, we're going to need that hat back a little later. This is just to help us out right now. Great. Vern and I don't even speak the same language. He's got to teach me how to run an engine without knowing how to speak to me. Duolingo, babe. No, but now Vern can say that he does understand them with this wonderful hat. Yeah, Vern's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right. I want to go back to our list of potential suspects, Stolentane. We okay. talked to Azella, and she said that she's cool, and also that she's planning on leaving the commune. Okay. So I don't think she would have any reason to kill Garrett, because you guys are cool with people leaving the commune. Wait They want to. That doesn't absolve her. Yeah, are you guys going to leave the commune? Yep. What does that absolve you? I don't think that's the reason we should be absolved. And we talked to Dello, and he doesn't really hold that whole dog-kicking thing against Garrich anymore, so he seemed pretty trustworthy. But Lord Falundinar, on the other hand, we heard that Garrich was sleeping with his wife. Yeah, but he's he was fine with it. Yeah, but he's fine with it. How do you know? Talk, he's like my best friend here, next to Gargalarian. Yeah, but you still suspect him, so you must know that he can still lie to you. Yeah, doesn't make him... Dolo can be lying. Dolo could just not have gotten over to kicking the dog. I don't know. I'm a pretty good judge of character. And Azella, what did she get over? We should get them all three in a room and grill them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about this room in the basement of this ship that we want to get in? We got to investigate all the rooms. Can you take us there? What? You go ahead. I gestured to Ron. Oh, someone unlocked all the doors on the non-cargo bay side of the poop deck. Oh, that's convenient. They've always been locked. Yeah, and so one of them's still locked. And we so wait, you said that they unlocked all of them, and then you said one of them's still locked. Yep. So now who's a liar? There's a difference between being a liar and being bad at full sentences. So anyway, we assume that the person who unlocked them is locked themselves in the last room, but they've probably escaped by now because we really dilly-dallied with this conversation. That's a good point. Whoever unlocked them could easily be the person that did it. So if I just divine who unlocked the lock, that has to be... It doesn't have to be. That's just a person to add to our suspicions list. That's a good point. All yeah. right. I'll go divine on the locks, and I'll see who was in there last. I'll come with you. Okay. And I will stop and see the doctor and the body. Okay. He leaves. I go with him. Okay. I turn to Wendy, and I say, I'm going to cast... Speak with dead on that body if you want to come with me instead of going on that wild goose chase. Okay, that sounds good. All right, Fearbolg, you go down two flights of stairs. Dolantan begins some ritual spell he's casting. I jingle jangled the whole way down the stairs. Ron and Quindy. Doctor, doctor. Give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Yeah, we nailed it first try. You walk in the room and you see Garage's body. On a cart. Is the doctor still in there? Yep. And she has his body completely cut open for an autopsy. This is an autopsy. Yeah, it ain't no regular topsy. Hello, doctor. We haven't met yet. Oh, hi. I'm Dr. Rudd. I don't remember if we met yet, but I'm Wendy. Oh, hi, Wendy. I don't believe we have. I was sent here by Dolentane to speak with this body. You don't have to leave. But do you mind if I take a minute of its time? No good nuts. It might be difficult with it all chopped up in the mouth and stuff. I had to dissect the neck to get to the vertebrae. To do that in an autopsy. Are you a doctor? I mean, I've I've talked to some. I've seen a lot of medical dramas. All right, I can't speak with dead. I don't feel like you think you can get this to talk based on how chopped up she has it. I feel like I really, really missed the opportunity. What when you saw him fully intact? Yeah. Doctor. Doctor. Can you repair this mouth? <laughs> she slaps you. Ah, I'm not a dentist. Doctor, what has your autopsy revealed so far? My autopsy has revealed that the shatter is not what killed Garrich, despite all of his bones being broken. So what did kill him? Look how the rest of the skull is intact and only shattered down this one line that clearly is the shatter point. But... This part of the skull has been bashed in by some sort of blunt object. 
the thing that he was holding, it might be shaped like a D, like a shallow D. So imagine you draw like the worst half moon ever. And it's like, there's got to be a better name for this shape. It's just like half an oval. What if you draw it and we try to describe it? But the wide half of the oval. Half an oval. Is it a quarter note? What? Is that what you got out of my description? He said it's like a D. It's a half of an oval. Oh, it's like a a capital D. Oh, a capital D. These are important details. But a skinny capital D. I thought you said it was the wide half of the oval. Yeah. It was a skinny half of the oval. No, the skinny half of the oval would be a wide D. I disagree. Hold on. We can do it better. All right. So, you know how when you have an ellipse and it has two vertices? An ellipsis? No, an ellipse. And then if you draw a line between those two vertices, that's the way the the oval is split so that it's the wide half instead of drawing a line perpendicular to that between the two vertices. There's a long skinny D. No, it's a tall skinny. It's a tall skinny D. It doesn't matter that much. Do we recognize that shape from a weapon or object that we've seen on the ship? Roll a... Perception? Sure. Ten. Twenty-four. You'd think it's probably like the base of something like a candelabra or a mic stand or something. Or Sally Shitstain? Yeah, just her whole self. The The, base. Her base. Oh, I get it. So then what happens? What a breakthrough. Then Dr. Rudd goes, dun, 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 dun. Do they teach you that in medical school? Yeah, you got to do the dun, dun, duns whenever there's a murder. Dun, dun, dun. Most foul. Even not foul murders. Regular ass murders. Dun, dun, dun. Or sometimes dun, dun. I want to go back into the kitchen, to the pantry, and investigate for a, I'm just going to say a rounded object. I think that it's like a word that you could use to describe the shape, right? A D-shaped object. The object isn't D-shaped. The D-shape comes from the fact that the bottom of the thing that has a rounded top Mm -hmm. to its bottom then makes a flat line with a curved line to it. Like a lamp. Or a mushroom. Is the imprint on the skull a D and not just from the rounded part of the D? Yeah, the, yeah. Like Dolentane? Okay. Yeah, it's probably his initial. He was like. Bam, Dolentine. You know, the mic stands are like the weighted bottoms. They're like real heavy. Mm-hmm. They're rounded on the top. Yeah. And then it, the side of that thing right, yeah. would make like a D shape if it hit something. Yeah, I got you now. So it's not a stamp. It's no. not like Dolentine hit him with something that starts with the letter D with a stamp on it that like impressionated that shape. Number one, stamp starts with an S. All right, so I go over to the pantry to look for the murder weapon. Okay, you pass Talakir. He backwards waves at you. I frontwards wave at him. I follow Ron into the hallway, but I want to talk to Talakir, so I stay in the hallway. Okay, Ron, you go in the kitchen, and Tommy's there. I wave at Tommy. He waves at you. I say, Tommy, this is important. To solve the murder for your best friend, Quidditch. He hands you a drink. Garage, I say. It's like a coconut-based Tiki drink. All right. Thanks. And then I start looking around instead of asking for help because it seems like our communications are not working all the way. All right. Roll an investigation check. Seven. You don't find anything that matches the description of the weapon. Son of a gun. Don't I get advantage because of how I knew exactly what to look for? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Eleven. No. Dang it. Down in the depths of the Fane Rider, Dolentane performs a complicated divination spell to learn who unlocked the doors leading to the Griffin base. He turns to the Fearbolg and says, I've got it. Has Staff been found out? Will he get the blame for the murder of Garrich and be forced to walk the plank? Will Dreamlancer ever discover the real murderer? Or will they get away scot-free? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. Mystery tour. There's only one thing we implore. Tell all your friends and they'll tell more. Warn your sheriff, cause we're kicking indoors. 
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Can you do it on a skeleton? Skellington? On a skellington? I can pronounce. Skeletonin? Guys, did you know you can buy a 12-foot skellington from Home Depot? I heard. I heard. It has 12 feet? Yes. And only two legs? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the whole way down the side. It's just like foot, 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 foot. He had a lot of athlete's foot. It's got life. feet for his feet. And brain for its heart. He'll kick you apart. He'll kick you apart. Uh. Hell's their children, but not the British children. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great, though, if you could switch out your feet? You could be like, okay, well, I'm walking today, so I'm going to put on my walking feet. And then you could have two left feet. Yeah. For when you want to be bad at dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't me that did that dance murder. Watch me dance. <laughs> I'll go back. <laughs>